This is a Squeeze podcast. We're your shortcut to being informed. Squeeze Kids! It's your daily news fix. Fun, free, fresh. Hello and welcome to Squeeze Kids Today, your fresh take on what's happening in the world around you. I'm Bryce Corbett. It's Monday, August 1. In Squeeze Kids Today, gold rush at the Commonwealth Games. Indigenous voice to Parliament flagged. Saving turtles in Sydney and Bob the Adventurous Pigeon. That's what's making news, kids style. The Lowdown. A word and a phrase you're going to hear a lot in the next weeks and months are referendum and Indigenous voice to Parliament. And because they have implications for the country you're all going to grow up to live in, it's worth taking a moment to understand what it all means. The Aussie Prime Minister Anthony Albanese was in the Northern Territory at the weekend at the Gama Festival, which is a big festival for Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander people. At the festival, the PM announced plans for a referendum on whether to alter the constitution to give Indigenous Australians a greater say over matters that impact them. A sort of advisory body to Parliament and Government of the Day on issues that affect their communities, called an Indigenous Voice to Parliament. A referendum is a vote on whether to change the Australian constitution. The constitution is sort of like the rulebook by which Australia operates. A referendum poses a question or questions and every Australian is invited to give a yes or no answer. In this case, every Aussie over the age of 18, sorry kids, that's the legal voting age, will be asked whether they support an alteration to the constitution that establishes an Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander voice. Now, that might sound all very straightforward, but throughout Australia's history there have been 44 referendums and only 8 have been successful. Notably, one of those times was back in 1967, when people voted to change the constitution so that Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander peoples would be counted as part of the population. Because, if you can believe it, before that date they weren't. Speaking at the Gama Festival on the weekend, the PM said, This is an opportunity for us to demonstrate our maturity as a nation, to uplift our whole nation. Adding that he knew there was a risk the referendum would not succeed, he also said, I recognise that's a risk, but if you don't try, then you have already not succeeded. Spin the globe. Each day we give the world globe a spin and find a new story from wherever it stops. And today we've landed in England, where Bob the Pigeon has finally returned home after taking an accidental 14,000 kilometre detour. Bob is a homing pigeon whose home is in northern England. He set off with a bunch of other pigeons from the Guernsey Islands in the English Channel and was supposed to fly the 600 kilometres directly back home. Except he got lost on the way and ended up in Alabama. In the United States. On the other side of the Atlantic Ocean, some 7,000 kilometres away. 
His owner thinks Bob might have gotten caught in a storm and landed on a ship that was crossing the Atlantic. When he got to Alabama, he was identified by the bracelet on his leg and whacked in a special crate and flown in a plane back to England, where his owner says he will now probably retire from racing. Bob the Adventuring Pigeon. What a dude. Sport time. Gold Rush, Goldapalooza, it's raining gold. However you want to describe it, Australia had a cracking opening weekend at the Commonwealth Games in Birmingham, and as we went to air this morning, there was a glimmer of more gold heading our way. Among a host of incredible performances in the pool, Emma McKeon shone the brightest, bagging her 10th Commonwealth Games gold medal, bringing her equal to such swimming greats as Ian Thorpe, Liesl Jones and Susie O'Neill. In the marathon, Aussie women were invincible, with Jessica Stenson claiming gold and para-athlete Madison de Rosario taking out her third Commonwealth Games gold medal, finishing first in the women's T53-54 wheelchair marathon. What a legend. And with gold medal rugby sevens games scheduled for just after this podcast goes to air, including our women's sevens team, who beat reigning champs New Zealand to make the final, Australia's lead at the top of the medal table in Birmingham looks likely to extend as the games go on. Animal Kingdom A tiny green sea turtle rescued from a Sydney beach and taken to Taronga Zoo's wildlife hospital has pooped nothing but plastic for six straight days. The little fella was found lying on his back in a rock pool, missing a flipper and with a hole in his shell. When he was taken to the hospital, the medical staff were impressed that he could swim so well with all of those disabilities. They were much less impressed, though, when their patient started to poo nothing but plastic. And it wasn't as if the turtle had just chowed down on one thing. The plastic chunks that came out of its bum were different colours, sizes and consistencies. Yuck. A Taronga nurse said that up to one third of all turtles in the ocean have eaten plastic, and she hopes the New South Wales government's ban on single-use plastic, which takes effect in November, will reduce the number of turtle patients they see. I've put a video of the little battler in your episode notes. Time for the quiz. This is the part of the podcast where you get to test how well you've been listening. Question number one. What's the name of the document, starting with a C, that's like the rule book for how our country operates? Yeah, that's right. It's the Constitution. Question number two. What did a rescued turtle in Taronga Zoo poop for six days straight? Yeah, that's right, it was plastic. Ooh. Question number three. Name the racing pigeon who went a teensy bit off course on his way home from the Guernsey Islands. Yeah, that's right, his name is Bob. Shout outs. 
It's August 1, pinch and a punch. It's every thoroughbred horse in the Southern Hemisphere's birthday today. True story. So buy a prezi for a horse if you know one. It's also Aquaman Jason Marmoa's birthday, but he's not a horse. And it's the beginning of Porgust, the Guide Dog Association's major fundraiser for the year. Porgust. Get it? See what they did there? It's also a special day for these squiz kids celebrating a birthday today. Tommy from Woodside, Anya from Greenslopes, Talira from Ashmont, Grace from Cornubia, and Jackson and Umanga from Queen Beanne South. And a belated birthday shout-out goes to Spencer from Sherwood. And classroom shout-outs today go to Albany Hills State School and a happy birthday to Miss Bolton. Mr. Qualdings I.O. Junior Class at North Lakes High School in San Remo, Class 4P and Mrs. Pye from Carlingford Public School and finally to Mr. Pillage's Year 3 class at Penshurst West Public School. Don't forget if you've got a birthday coming up and you want a shout out or if you're after a classroom shout out, drop us a line at squizkids at thesquiz.com.au. Well, that's all we have time for today. Thanks for listening to Squiz Kids today. We'll be back again tomorrow. In the meantime, get out there and have a most excellent day. Over and out.